0: Thanks for checking out the PowerPlace audio podcast. If you want more resources for your walk with the Lord, you can visit us online at www.thepowerplace.org. You can check us out on YouTube and Facebook at The PowerPlace Church if you want to watch the service online. And if you want to give, you can text any amount to
1: 84321 or visit the church website.
0: Amen. 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 How exciting is it just to be in, in God's house together? see baptisms happen, uh, be able to come in in unity this morning, and, and honestly, when, when you come in unity, we see things break out. There's a freedom that breaks out. When, when you're in unity, when, when many people gather in his presence, all of a sudden, worshiping becomes a little easier. Yeah, my faith starts to rise, and uh, we're just excited. We're excited for 2023 and, uh, and what's coming, and all that's just right around the corner. Uh, in this house
1: yeah i mean i think the word here is just excited we can't even express to you our excitement um our anticipation of what god's going to do in this house um walking into a season of supernatural suddenlies posture yourselves as a church posture your mind and your heart to receive a supernatural suddenly from god and we just want to say thank you thank you to pastor Greg and christy thank you for your yes 19 years ago yeah. You know, I, I loved the Lord from the time I was a little girl, but the real shaping and molding of who I was happened at the power place. It yeah. happened under the leadership of Pastor Greg and Christy. I remember sitting under Pastor Greg for one of my first Sundays and just being like, wow, what an anointed man of God. What an anointed family. And like Pastor Greg has said, this church wasn't just a good idea. It truly was a God idea. Um, continue uh, with the Power Place, even the Power Place Academy. I remember um, the Hollis family, Pastor Greg and Christy and Isaiah and Allie, they talked about having a school when we first started. I mean, 15 years ago, we're going to have a school. We're going to have a school. We're going to plan a school. And I remember being pregnant with Allie. We were pregnant with our girls together. And I was homeschooling my two older kids. And I said, Allie, what are we going to do with these girls? And she said, well, we're going to put them in our school. And there was no school yet, but the faith from this family that was spoken, the vision that was spoken, they hear directly from the Lord. And that's what you get to glean. And I get to glean. And I can just say, I have been so blessed, tremendously blessed to sit under your leadership and to continue to glean from you too as my pastors. And I love you guys so much. And thank you. Thank you so much. I think one of the most excited, and I'm only going to be up here for a few moments, and then Big Boy's going to preach here. But um, actually, wasting away. As of today, we're 21 days in. But hey, who's been fasting with us these past 21 days? Oh my word! Wow, wow! It's been incredible. Um, I think one of the most excited things, uh, the most, one of the things I'm most excited for is to continue because. The power place has been doing this for 19 years is to continue to push back on the enemy yeah. and to continue to destroy every single work and plot and plan of the enemy um, as I was praying throughout this fast the Lord gave me a vision and it was this sanctuary and I was standing in the back and the entire sanctuary was full of water and I saw the hand of God reach down and he started to stir he started to stir the water, and that is what I believe that that is he is speaking right now in this moment in this Amen. season for the church, that he's reaching down, he's stirring things up. He is stirring up an army. He's awakening an army of young and of old to stand strong for him who says, no matter what I've seen, no matter what I face, no matter what it looks like, I will stand strong for the Lord. I will stand strong. I believe he's stirring it up from our infants to our kids' church, from our youth to our young adults. Like I said, young adult, he is stirring it up. And so jump in. Don't wait. Don't wait. Now is your moment. Now is your time. I believe the Lord is stirring up and doing a cleansing of the church because he won't be mocked. He will no longer be mocked. And the Lord is stirring up the church and he is separating his remnant, his warriors from the counterfeit Christian. Come on. He's doing it. He's doing a mighty work. So don't miss, don't miss. I wouldn't miss for a minute what God is doing in this house. I am so excited and it is an honor to serve this house. We love you guys so much.
0: Amen, amen, thank you baby. Amen. we can go home now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Isaiah. I'm the executive pastor here at The Power Place. And uh, The Power Place exists to help you encounter the Lord's presence daily, to be empowered by His Spirit and His Word so that you can go and engage with your world. That's why we exist. That's, that's our calling here at the, at the Power Place. We have nine values that we placed um, over our house that help you navigate life. It puts words to our purpose Um, It puts words to things that help you walk through things. Um, And so make sure to grab a values card. They're out at our connection bar. We want to help you uh, navigate life on a daily basis. And when you have this card and you're entering into something, you can read the card and find one of our nine values in the Bible verses that back it because everything goes back to the Bible. Not just a good saying. It all goes back to the Bible. And so make sure to grab one of those values card so that you can have that in your home as a sword um, to use against the enemy when he's coming at you. Amen. 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 Uh, we're, we're in a, a, a new season of supernatural suddenlies. And I can tell you the 21 days of fasting and prayer. Um, a lot of questions went around, you know, when do we start eating again? <laughs> it's whenever you started fasting. Okay. Just to clear it up. If you started fasting sundown Sunday night, then you can eat sundown Sunday night. We didn't. So we're waiting until tomorrow. I was like, babe, why did we not start sundown Sunday night? Anyways, so uh, we'll, we'll eat tomorrow, but whenever you started, that's when you break it. And um, thank you for joining us. We had the most participation in our 21 day fast as a church this year. And I just want to say how proud I am of you. It's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. And guess what? You're going to see more this year than you've ever seen. I believe God is uh, not not by supply, but by opening of the eyes. I believe God is going to open your eyes to see things like you've never seen them before. I've been praying in this fast for clarity for all business owners that you would have clarity on big decisions, because a lot of things, you know, come at you like, man, I don't know. I don't know what should be next. And God is going to give you clarity from your obedience of fasting. God is going to give you clarity in the days ahead. And so I believe that I believe that over you. I believe that over your home and over your business. Um, I I do want to follow up uh, my wife, Brittany, by just thanking my parents uh, for their obedience of saying yes, 19 years ago. But I've watched my parents say yes uh, for 35 years of my life. I've watched them say yes from being in Iowa to going on the road to then going out by ourselves, then to planning this church. I've watched them uh, obey as God prompts their spirit and says, "Okay, the next season is upon you. Are you going to go? And I've watched them drop everything and go. And so I just want to say thank you. As your son, I've seen you. You've never changed. You've always been the same. Uh, nothing wavers from home to church, from home to pulpit. Uh, you're always the same person. And, uh, and I, I appreciate that and want to say thank you. Thank you for being the same inside and outside so that we as a staff and as a church could watch you grow, glean, and then you could tell me to take over. And I said, no. <laughs> I, I want to give you a little backstory today going going back because there's so much that's, that's wrapped up. And and I believe that this next year, 2023, is going to be a year of intentionality. Can you look at your neighbor and say, intentionality? Intentionality. If you are not intentional, if you are not intentional about your relationship with God, we always talk about daily encounters, daily encounters. Daily encounters, they're the things that matter. They're the things that help me grow. And so if you're not intentional with those things, you will fall away. In Proverbs 21, verse 5, it says, the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance let me read that again be intentional the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance i want to be diligent i want to be intentional i want to have eyes to see and feet that are willing to go i don't want to just be a talker i want to be a doer i don't want to just talk about expansion we are expanding I don't want to just say someday we're gonna launch a school. We launched a school, and let me let me give credit to where credit is due because I don't want things to get mixed up. Pastor Lannon is the one who said, no, now's the time. I just want to make sure that's really clear in the room. We were all talking about a school. We're sitting around and we're like, you know, hey, I think 2023, 2024 school year would be a good year. And I remember Pastor Lannon looking at he goes, why not now? And I was like, You're fired. <laughs> I don't even have the right to do that, but you're fired. And I remember him challenging us as a staff saying, no, let's just do it now. And at that point, we were six months until our launching uh, you know, launching of the Powerplace Academy. And within six months, we made everything come to pass. And let me repeat that. We didn't make anything come to pass. He did. We just said yes. We stepped into obedience and said, okay, Lord, we're going to be intentional about this because we're not going to just talk about it anymore because we don't want Landon to sit on us. So we're going to be intentional. We're going to be intentional and do this thing. And so we, we came into alignment with each other. We said, okay, are we ready to do this? We all said yes. And then we spearheaded this school out of obedience. And what God's doing through the school is all that matters building kingdom minded kids. The verse 20, uh, 21 verse five, it goes on It says, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. There's always two parts. If you're diligent, welcome to abundance. If you're hasty, sorry. And this is where you can you can, you know, walk through life with people, but you can only help them so much because if you're following the word of God, you should be able to see very clearly anytime there's confusion, we always say, well, it must not be from God because there's no confusion in the word of God and there's no confusion in his words. When he speaks, he speaks clearly. So if you're diligent, man, abundance is coming. If you're hasty, welcome to poverty. It's just a, it's a, it's a cycle and a flow of how God works. When pastor Zane was here, he talked about the ready, set, go setting up and then firing the gun and going, let me just tell you 2023 is our go season. We're going, we're going to live in that prophetic word and say, okay, because Hey, a prophecy is just a prophecy until you make it happen. That's just words, but they're from God. And so if you're obedient to them, we're gonna watch them come to pass. Um, We're in our go season, amen. Being a kid uh, in Iowa, in Davenport, Iowa, uh, you know, I was five years old when we took to the road when we traveled in a camper. And and I did most of my growing up years in a camper at different churches every week, 52 weeks out of the year, traveling to 52 different churches uh, all over, you know, did 48 states by the time I was 17, and uh, and just experienced a lot. But what I was as a person was a very scared child. I remember not being able to go to Sunday school by myself, not being able to go to any kind of class or kids church. I didn't want it. If, if they asked my name, I was like, I don't know. Like I was immediate. It's funny because I get, you know, when my kids cry, I'm like, stop crying. And I, I then I remember back. I was literally a crier for everything. But I remember all these growing up years, uh, 12 years on the road and all 12 years was so uh, God working on who I was as a kid. And it wasn't until I was 11 years old that I went to class by myself. 11 years. Oh, I was the definition of a loser. 11 years old. I mean, literally up until I was 11. And the only reason I went by myself was because my mom threatened that I wouldn't be able to go to my friend's house if I didn't go to class by myself. And so that was my first initiation into, uh, I went to Royal Rangers. That's the class that I chose to go to by myself. And they said, okay, we're going to recite the uh, thing. Landon, could you stand up and say it for me real quick? We're here to serve whatever. Okay. So that was their opening line. Okay. So right there, there's Royal Rangers in a nutshell right there. Okay. So, so, so that's what they all recited. I'm sitting at my table. I'm pretty sure that I wet myself in that moment. Cause I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing here. I was so scared. Like that was my life. I lived in fear. The moment I came in contact with people outside of people, I was fine people. No, my dad would have us introduce songs. He's like, Hey, you're going to introduce song. I would have an anxiety attack. I'd be done. I'd be like in the bathroom, in the corner, be like, Oh, Oh, like it was awful. I hated it. So we traveled for 12 years. I I felt God, you know, start to, to work on me, but I always needed somebody else. I always needed somebody else. So I was good. As long as I had somebody else, I could be loud. I could be courageous. I could be all that you needed me to be as long as I had somebody else. I remember when we planted the church, um, I was 17. And I remember, you know, walking through those first years, I was the drummer because that's what I could do. I could hide behind my drum set and that's, that was me. And and so I did that. And then we had, you know, Janine DiMartino at the time, now Janine Ward on as our kids pastor. And I remember her taking a trip and when she took a trip, my dad said, Hey, Isaiah, would you cover uh, for Miss Janine? I was like, yes, I got this. I mean, they're kids. How hard can it be? So I literally, I, I went in and I played. I remember we were at the Red Clay Room when I was like, hey guys, how you doing? We played a little game, and then I put a VeggieTales video in. I pushed play. The VeggieTales video ended. I was like, all right, guys, good to have you today. Have a great day. And I remember them leaving. And Brittany, uh, she looked at me. She goes, hey, I don't think you even prayed. And I was like, oh, oh. Oh, my. And so, like, from my first experience, like, having these children, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So then the moment came where I got sat down by my parents. I was, I was set to go to Australia for school. I was going to go to a music school in Australia. And that was, that was, like, my heart. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to pursue music and do all that stuff. And I remember my parents sitting me down and saying, hey, would you like to become the kids pastor? I'm like, Veggie tails for the rest of my life? no. That is that is a no. I didn't even pray. Okay. This is not my calling. Stage is not for me. Leading is not for me. I just want to go sit behind my drum set and call it a day. And I remember saying uh, my dad looking at me and he said, I want you to take this information that you now have. And I want you to go pray. That's awful because I already know he's in tune. So I already know he already knows. I already know the Lord's already spoken to him, you know, (laughs) <laughs> I already, I already know the outcome of this, John. I'm going to go sit in a room. The Lord's going to break my heart. I already get it. I've seen you do it to so many people. <laughs> oh my word. So, so I remember going and, and spending some time in prayer. And I remember God breaking my heart from ministry. And I remember this, like it, 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 it didn't feel at all like a setback from my goal and vision of what I wanted it felt like God was like, I'm taking you from what you thought you needed to now taking you to what I actually have for you. And so I I remember stepping into obedience and and doing kids ministry and having uh, my wife now, Brittany, uh, come alongside me. We were dating and then engaged and then married, doing kids ministry together. And we did kids ministry for uh, eight or nine years and then moved into a connections pastor role and then executive pastor um, and and all those different seasons. And it's funny because when I was kids pastor, we got to uh, the end of, of what I felt like was my season of kids ministry. And I remember talking to my wife, Brittany, and being like, babe, I feel done with kids ministry. And I remember her looking at me and being like, okay, well, let's pray. So we started praying into this feeling. It was just a feeling. I had a feeling. It, it was, I, I didn't take it as an edge of the Holy Spirit. I just felt like, I feel like my season is done. So we went into prayer and started praying, Lord, what do you have for us next? What's in the next season for us? Remember in our, our prayer, mo- praying moments, God just kept kind of confirming that we're just supposed to sit tight and wait for his prompting. And I remember going to dinner with, with my parents and, and they, they looked across the table. And they said, Hey, we feel like you guys are done with kids ministry. And I'm like, Poof. you know, I punched Brittany out. I was like, Oh, come back up. You know, we got her back up. I was like, that was amazing. Prayer works. Like I couldn't, I, I couldn't believe that what we had been praying into hadn't told a soul And we had been praying into this so hard, being like, Lord, we just feel a prompting that it's over, that we need to move on. What does that look like? Like, we feel like you guys need to step into your next role as Connections Pastor for The Power Place, because we just want you to be around people. I'm like, oh, my word, this is amazing what you're doing. God, what what are you doing? This This is incredible. And so walking through that whole season of change and seeing God's hand on it. I remember being a student in our youth ministry and Pastor Justin Myers was our youth pastor. And I remember being at youth camp with him. And I, I, I went up to the altar and I was laying on the, on the floor in front of the altar. And I remember uh, my prayer was just, Lord, I, I just give you all of me. Uh, I, I don't know what that is for you, Lord, but I, I give you all of me. And I remember Pastor Justin coming up and laying beside me and a big boy and he, he laid his arm on me and he kind of almost laid his weight on me. And I remember getting in my ear and praying a prayer that still stays with me to this day. I remember him praying into what was to come. I remember him praying into me as a ministry leader. I remember him saying, Lord, you're going to do so much through him. And I remember laying there feeling like none of it was going to come to pass. I'm like, not me. No, there's no possible way you can use me. And I remember God confirming over and over and over again in my spirit as I started to age. I always go back to that prayer, Lord. You started to confirm in me as a 17-year-old boy laying at the altar of youth camp with a youth pastor that actually believed in me and spoke words into my future and what's to come. Which brings us to this last little bit. We had a a whole bunch of times in our life where we fasted and prayed. And I I remember fasting and praying for the house that we live in today. Fasting and praying has always been a big thing in the Holosome. And when I got married, it's been a big thing in our home. It's, it's been a big thing for us. It always has been. It's how we draw into him. It's how we encounter his presence. It's how we go deep. It's how we say, Lord, we're going to strip ourselves for more of you. And I remember going into a 21-day fast uh, for the house we live in now, and it was a two-part fast. One part was, Lord, we're praying for a house. We were living with our in-laws. I didn't think it was bad at all. Personally, I enjoyed meatballs and morning talks with Mimi. We're the only two up at 430 a.m. It was great. Um, so but I, I remember being in that season and, and, and going into a 21 day fast. We had lived with him for about 11, 12 months at the time. And um, and I remember going into that fast saying, OK, Lord, this is a two part fast. Lord, we're praying for a house. But if you don't provide a house in this fast, we'll leave pretty simple. I mean, I just wanted to give it to shoot him to it straight. And at that time we were walking through a whole bunch of stuff, you know, here that my dad has kind of like laid out for you. And so, you know, we're, we're ready to go if God wanted us to go. And I remember getting into that fast and being so intentional, not just fasting to fast, not just being like, Lord, you see my, my, uh, like what I'm presenting to you. So Lord, just do it, do it, Lord. No, I was intentional. Lord, you see my heart. You see what we're dealing with. You see where we're at. Lord, what do you want? And I remember, oh, it was so annoying. He just kept telling me, stay. Stop. Stay. Like, yeah, but well, we had an agreement. No house, no stay. So if you provide the house, maybe I'll stay. Okay, okay. Like this was, this was my, my conversations with the Lord. And I remember the hungrier I got for food, the hungrier I got for the Lord. I remember just driving into his presence and being like, Lord, I need you to show up right now because Lord, I'm getting a little hangry. And now I, I'm just, we're just probably going to leave. So prepare to leave, you know, let's just go. And I remember at the end of the fast, wrapping up the fast, I looked at Brittany and we're it's like, uh, two days out. And I looked at her and I said, well, no house. So I guess we're going. And it was almost like I got excited about it, like, all right, God, guess you didn't show up. So I guess I'm rolling. And I remember, I remember being away the last day of my fast. I remember getting a call from my realtor. I was like, maybe I shouldn't take it. (laughs) This could be bad news. You never know. Maybe we just shouldn't answer. I I answered and, and he said, hey, remember the house that you put an offering on a while ago? All of their finances fell through, and the original offer that you offered, I know the second people that offered way more than you got the house, but they want to take your original offer if you're willing to come back. <laughs> well, Brittany said, I said, I guess we're staying. <laughs> so we went back to the house, and we walked through the house. I'm like, Lord, this is it. This is your promise. I mean, it was, I had a list of things that we were praying for in our house, and everything was on the list. I'm like, Lord. So you, you want me to stay? Because <laughs> we were battling. Let me tell you, life's not always easy. I, I, I don't like when, 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 when people look at the stage and think, oh, everything's perfect. No, this is not perfect area. This is an imperfect person that God chose to use. Honestly, that's me. I am so imperfect, but God just chooses to use me because maybe just maybe I'll say yes. You can do the same thing. God wants to use you. He wants to use you in your workplace. He wants to use you with your friends. He wants to use you for your family. He wants to use your yes. What's he saying to do? Just do it. Just do it. If it's an amount of money that he's been prompting on you to give, just give it. I remember him working on us when we were first married. You know, our first $1,000 gift, we were like, oh, (laughs) I felt so super saved. I had never felt as saved as I felt when I first gave that $1,000 gift. I was like, I am super spiritual now. A son of the most high. Like, I was, My confidence was rising. I'm like, babe, we just gave a thousand bucks. We don't got anything to eat today, but it's good. It's great. And what does God do? He starts to want more. Why? Because as you grow in life, God starts to pour out more. And so when you... When you grow, more actually doesn't hurt. Yeah. I remember when God prompted us to give our first $3,000 gift. Now, let me tell you, I thought I was saved the first time. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. I was God's favorite at that moment. I knew it. No. He just wanted my yes. And I'm not telling you amounts of money to go, oh, but no, I just want you to know that God sees your heart. He sees your heart and you might be sitting here today being like, man, I don't, I don't have enough. No, give more. Be like the lady with the few pennies. Just give it. I remember the day we were looking around, scrounging around our Kia for, we just wanted bread. That's all we really wanted. We had no money. We're dumb enough things. And I was never the kid that wanted to ask my parents for money. So we're in the Kia and I'm like, babe, I don't know what we're eating tonight, but we're going to find something. I remember finding $14 and change in the Kia, which I don't know how, what do we just throw change around? I'm not sure. (laughs) Whatever. But I remember finding $14 in the Kia and we're we're going around. I'm like, man, this is amazing. We went into Acme and I was like, I don't know why we chose Acme because it's more expensive, but whatever. We lacked in wisdom. Okay. I remember going in and getting our, oh, we got bread and milk. It was so good, but nothing could rob me of obedience. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nothing could rob me of obedience. Nothing. Nothing, you, you can't rob a son of God of obedience. When they're obedient, God just chooses to pour out over and over and over again. Man, so good. Joshua 1.3, he says, I will give you every place where you set your foot as I promised Moses, which tells me he's promised it to us because now he's saying what I've promised to him. Now I'm giving to you, man. I walk different Lord. Every place this foot shall tread. It's yours. That's why we Jericho march our house. And if you don't do that, do it. The neighbors go crazy. You are just outside marching around your house, praying, speaking in tongues, man. They're like, what in the world is going wrong with this guy? You won't have any neighbor problems anymore. It's amazing. you have some stuff built up in your house that you need freedom from, start to declare it. Declare it. You must go in Jesus' name. You have to flee. You can't be here. And that's that intentionality, stepping in. That's why when we come in on a Sunday morning, we just can't help but praise. I I have to enter in. Even when my body's depleted, you gotta enter in. Even when you feel like fainting, just snap yourself out of it. Not really sure. I don't know how to get over that one. When Pastor Zane was in, he said a few, a few lines that I want to I bring to light this morning. He said, the Lord says it's yours, but it must be possessed. New strategies, new plans. What we did yesterday won't work for tomorrow. We never change the message, but we got to get creative with the method. I want you to know as a church, the season we're getting ready to get into is exciting for us. We're excited about it. We're, We're anticipating what God's doing, but we are looking for a church that's intentional. Because without intentionality, we will not take ground like we want to take ground. It just won't happen. And so God is prompting our spirits uh, I, I was talking to Pastor Zane this week, and I was like, hey, can, can, I, can I share you know, what, what's, what's happening and what's in the works? And he's like, yeah, uh, we are, as of February 5th, bringing on Pastor Zane and Jan Anderson as apostolic elders for our house. And they will be serving our house. Yeah, amen. Amen. I remember when they were here visiting and, and we were sitting at dinner. And Pastor Zane Zane said, hey, you know, anything I can do for you? I was like, I'd love for you to become an apostolic elder. And he was like, well, you might want to answer that. I'm not sure. (laughs) You never know. I mean, you never know. You might want to answer that door. But what God is doing, what God is doing is he's starting to prepare the church for what's coming. So we're thankful to Pastor Zane and Jan, they'll be here on February 5th for the mantle of passing as we, uh, as we transition into new. Can we just celebrate the old for a second? Come on, can we, get, can we stand? Come on, can we celebrate what has been? you to know 19 years of their yes has not been easy but it's worth it it's worth it it's worth it in second kings 13 verse 21 it says once while some israelites were burying a man suddenly they saw a band of raiders so they threw the man's body into elisha's tomb out of reaction when the body touched Elisha's bones, the man came to life and stood up on his feet. That's Bible. I didn't make any of that up. That comes from the NIV. It's funny because what was, was bad, a band of raiders, so they just threw his body in, but the anointing on Elisha, that was handed down from Elijah, What do you want from me, Elisha? Just a double portion of your spirit. That mantle that was passed, handed down, even was alive when Elisha was dead. When the body touched Elisha's bones, the man came to life and stood up on his feet. (laughs) Just chuck it in the hole. Hey guys, can you help me? Wow! <laughs> what? what? Just the bones were anointed. Oh, yeah. Even just the the bones. Whew. Let it be a double portion era over the house let we live out what's been spoken over us may we enter this season so intentional saying lord all we want is you your presence is everything to us we magnify your name and nothing else as the world crumbles your church is being built (laughs) amen amen and we take ground we take ground for the kingdom Amen. Worship band, you can come. Psalms 115, and I end here. May the Lord cause you to flourish, both you and your children. As we see this year being intentional, as we enter this year seeing supernatural suddenly, it's already... Us as a staff, we were seeing supernatural settings within the first two days of the fast. I remember being like, whoa, these things are coming out of like midair. Number one, that's the kind of church I want to be a part of. I want to be a part of a church. (laughs) I'll take you back to my conversation yesterday with Mr. Tom Bush. He did the wood on the front wall, the, the slats on the front wall. Come on, can we give it up for him? I mean, he, that, that looked incredible. Where's Tommy? There's Tommy. My boy Tommy. So he shows up yesterday at the church. It's just me and him. I was like, Tom, how are we going to lift this? We've been fasting for 21 days, you know? He was like, oh, man, I feel great. I'm like, okay. I loved his response yesterday because he goes, you know, last year, I'm just going to share your dirty laundry. I'm sorry. Um, everybody be warned. Whatever you tell me, I might talk about. Um, anyways, uh, so he was, like, he was like, you know, last year you did 21 day, but it was just damn fast. He's like, this year you're pushing us. He's like, but I said, I cannot be outdone. I will not be outdone. And may that be my heart. Lord, when I feel you prompt my spirit, ooh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it to prove to you and to me because my body is not my own and I daily give it over to you. So I will hunger and thirst for food and for you. Lord, I will deny my flesh and say, Lord, it is all about you and only you. I want nothing else, Lord, but you. A generation of a generational blessing, I feel, is upon us. As I was praying into this morning, God kept waking my spirit up with a generational blessing is on us. And I find it funny that Brittany went on the from the old to the young because I feel like God is readying our spirits for what's coming from the old to To the young. We talked about naming our fast. You know, we always talk about naming our fast. Man, name your fast. Name your fast. Put Put a name on it. This year we named our fast God's Heart. Or we just want your heart. Whatever you want. We will do whatever you want. Even if it scares the living daylights out of us, we're just gonna say yes. What do you want? What do you want? Take my comfort zone, take my feelings, take my annoyances, take my problems. Stand with me. Please, everyone. 15, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. The kingdom of God has come near. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. I don't know how you came in here this morning. I'm not sure if you had questions, if you were coming just just because. I'm not not sure. I'm not sure how, how you entered in this morning, but I do know this. That if you'll repent and believe, God wants to be everything for you. It doesn't matter how you walked in here this morning. It doesn't even matter if you're just here to support a friend. The feeling that you feel, that peace, that overwhelming, like, I don't understand it, but it feels right. That's his presence. His presence is so comforting. He can help a child in bed at night dealing with fear, all the way to an old person that can't sleep, worrying about the future and how we're going to make it. From a boogie monster to retirement, God's got it all under control. a generational blessing from the old to the young God wants to pour out all over this room if if you're here today you say hey I need to make it right with the Lord maybe maybe you've never made it right with the Lord maybe this is your first time you're like I don't know I just know that I need to make a step I need to make a move here's what I want to do I just want all of us to close our eyes for a moment. And I just want you to take a moment and invite the Lord and his presence to consume you. Just with your own words, Lord, I give you me. I give you all of me. Thanks for checking out the PowerPlace audio podcast. The PowerPlace exists to help you encounter the Lord's presence daily, to empower you with his spirit and his word so that you can engage your world. Here at The Power Place, we believe the Bible from cover to cover. And our prayer is that as you listen, the absolute truth of God's word would bring complete freedom to every area of your life.